this is the twelfth episode of the Moment of Women's Room, and this is our last episode of this season. Yes. This is Carrie. This is Youngwon. Um, because Youngwon is leaving for Korea, and then、mm. we are going to find out whether it's possible for us to record online.、Mm. Um, yeah. So back to topic today.、Um, today we're going to talk about serial, <laughs> which I've、wow. been waiting for this moment. <laughs> First,、um, I want to ask you some questions. Okay.、Uh, let me have my notes here. Oh, oh. Didn't know you're interested in serial killer. I am very interested in true crime and、mm. serial killer as well. But then, you know, I'm starting to watch a lot of、uh, documentary. So lately, I've watched a lot again. I listen、mm. to the true crime podcast as well.、Mm. So,、um, I'll ask you a question: Is、mm-hmm. that if You, at night, asleep、mm. with your partner in mm. bed, mm. and someone wakes you up、mm. with a flashing light,、mm. and then you woke up. There is a gun、mm. pointed against your head. Oh my god! And then asking you to、um, tie your partner's hand like really really tight.、Mm. Yeah. So then, will you do do so? I, I would. think I'm gonna ask him why would I do that <laughs> really? with a gun pointing at your head. But obviously he wants something from me. That's yeah, why. Yeah. So he wouldn't kill me right away. Yeah, so、exactly. I just wanna ask why first, and then I will tie.、Uh-huh. Okay. If it's、um, reasonable reason. Yeah, but that happens. I mean, it sounds very horrible, and、yeah. it's almost like a not real, right?、Mm. But it happens many times before. I mean, um,、mm. um, I watched this.、Uh, Series called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark" is from HBO. It's、mm. about this, this very very famous case,、uh, mm. Golden State Killer. That's、mm. what he did back in seventies and eighties. So、okay. he was、uh, very active、uh, between nineteen seventy three to nineteen eighty six. There were few years、uh, at the beginning of eighties he didn't do anything.、Mm. So、um, yeah, he had his name is Joseph James D'Angelo. He was a former police officer. Wow. Yeah, and he had committed at least thirteen murders, fifty rapes, and a hundred and twenty burglaries across California between those years.、Mm-hmm. So what he does is that he pick his victims first. So he observe them when they are not home. So he would just sneak in to take some of the screw from the you know sliding door or windows to make a room for him to come back again,、mm. with no one can notice. So then,、um, at night he will always wait until they fall asleep、mm. to go in there with、mm. the to do the things that I told you ask you about.、Damn. Then he normally, of course, he will start to rape the female and、okay. then yeah, but he didn't kill until seventy nine. He was starting from、um, burglars, and then he he started to raping women. I mean, that's like the threats、mm. a lot、uh, during the time. And he even more creepingly will eat their food in the kitchen or、okay. you know drink their beers.、Yeah. That that is sounds like very very creepy. Yeah. Um. So he at the beginning he only picked. Uh, women who lived alone with their children.、Mm. Then he started to do the crime with the couples, but、okay. just by listening to this case,、mm. I was freaking out because、mm. I'm like, oh, you know, you never know. Somebody can just come in like that,、mm. and that's your home, right? How are、mm. you gonna? 
So, um... Well, but how can they uh, break into their home? They must be locked, the door. Um, I think maybe back in those days, it's not mm-hmm. that hard to unlock it anyways, to break. And then plus he's a police officer and he used to, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to come to that, but I can tell you a little now, like he used to live in a family with the army background. So mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. guess he had the Very, skills and mm-hmm. the training as well. Um, but also he's a police officer. So I mm-hmm. think if he shows up in the area, nobody would uh, really... Just yeah. be suspicious, and plus in eighties and seventies, you don't have that many cameras or mm. things going around to protect the neighborhood. Mm. So yeah, so he had been seen actually several times, but mm. every time he came, got away with that. Mm. Um, and he didn't get caught until two thousand, I think sixteen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So but when he was caught, he's mm. already seventy two. Oh my god, so he's, he, he's American? He's or, American. Yeah. So he was like pretending all like he's so weak, he's so old, and mm. oh, can't even speak. But he was just really, really creepy guy that if you check his photo online, mm. um, and then that's because they found the DNA mm. match with the evidence. Mm. But this whole documentary uh, was like six an episode I don't remember but uh, it's starting from telling a story of this author who mm. was doing investigation on this case mm. who was ongoingly obsessively looking for uh, evidence and cases um, without her it's gonna be just buried in time okay. because there are so many details through time right and mm. that, that's like decades of uh, criminal acts so nobody's really going into that detail to mm. check that. But he got the name called the original Night Stalker. That's his name. And then yeah. until there's a Night Stalker, mm. who is, I'm going to tell you, another guy. He is, um, called, he's a Mexican, actually. Mm. He is the follow Night Stalker, which he did more or less the same. Like He followed women, and then he break in, and then mm. he raped them, and he killed them. Was like a teacher and student or something? Exactly. He, yeah. he worshipped them. But oh. uh, going back to Golden, Golden State Killer, he, he, yeah, like I said, his family used to be in the army and he was very much abused by his father. So um, he also had witnesses, his sister, mm. raped by two German soldiers mm. when she was seven. <gasps> What? When they lived in Germany for a camping or something. Yeah. So, like, he oh was God. watching that. Mm. And he was doing the, all those criminal acts to all these uh, victims later, right? Yeah. So that was something I kind of can see the dots connecting mm. to a line. Mm. And, then, and then this nice stalker, this Mexican guy, mm. he is, his name is Richard Ramirez. He was making this, his acts between 1984 to 1985. Mm. And he's actually good looking. Okay. So yeah. when he got caught, he mm. got a lot of people sending her, sending him mm. love letters. I mean, how stupid <laughs> people can be. It's, yeah, it's, it happens yeah. in Korea as well. It's but so it's creepy. Just, yeah, yeah. And, and he also gone through some really, you know, shitty stuff in his uh, childhood. Mm. So he was from a Mexican family and his father was a policeman before he, they moved to America. Mm. So then when they moved to America, he became a railway 
worker. So that's a huge gap between the jobs, and、mm. he under really big pressure to、uh, make a living for the whole family.、Mm. Of course, he was not <laughs> pedagogic, or so、mm. he beat his wife and he beat his kids.、Mm. So he also the the Richie Richard, his nickname is Richie. Always got bruised bruised by his father.、Mm. So around his ten years old. He started to take marijuana already, ten、mm. years old,、okay. and he had a hangout with his cousin, whose name is Mike,、mm. and Mike used to be in a soldier in the Vietnam War,、mm. and he always just show、um, Richie how to rape women, how to kill to ten yeah to tell、boy. him all these stories, and、yeah. then he even showed a picture with him holding a. Dead woman's head in his hand、okay. while he was back in the war.、Mm. So I mean, that's what he learned when he was ten.、Mm. Yeah, so scary. Understandable, <laughs> yeah, child dude. And so by by Richie, by the time Richie was thirteen,、mm. he had witnessed his cousin Mike shot his wife、yeah. in the face.、Mm. So and Richie didn't even go to police. He just take it naturally.、Easy. Yeah, yeah. Like so、normal. then. That cousin Mike was、mm. uh, held in custody by the policeman and eventually was put into this.、Uh, I mean, I don't you know, like, like psych psycho mm. hospital. Mm. So then he moved on to another cousin's house, a sister、mm. who was married to a man named Roberto. Roberto,、mm. yeah. He had a nickname called Peeping Tom.、Mm -hmm. So he peeps women all the time, and he teach him. To break into the secure system. I mean, nobody's normal in that family. I know, right? What? <laughs> and then it almost felt like he got all of his skill、uh, yeah. done yeah, between those years. Yeah. yeah. So then, that was his seven-year-old,、uh, seven、mm -hmm. years of his time to to learn all the skills to unlock them. So,、mm -hmm. um, then he started to work in the Holiday Inn as a part-time. Guy, so he stole from the customer's room and tried to ra rape a woman, but they caught him. So,、mm -hmm. but they didn't sue him.、Mm -hmm. So, so then, in 1984, April 9th, he had his first case, which was、um, a nine-year-old girl.、Mm -hmm. He raped her, killed her in a basement.、Okay. That was, but this case didn't stop until 25 years later, like in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ever since then, he had done his criminals. But he,、mm. what he was different of him from the Gold State Killer was that he enjoys the light. He enjoys the attention. Mm. So, mm. and but both of them、mm. had a very similar traits. Is that、mm. all of their families and friends,、mm. when they found out, they are the ones. They all shocked because it was like, how can that be? That guy, like he's harmless. He never、mm. hurt anyone, you know. So, okay, that's all、yeah. the stories that I want、mm. to tell you about today.、Mm. Um, but I, I kind of from there、mm. pick up a perspective, was which is like very controversial in China as well,、mm. because they both had experienced、um, domestic violence at home, like、mm. like abused.、Um, so, do you think it's Something that we in Asia believed that hitting your children is for his or her own good is okay. I mean, related to these cases. Um, I think hitting is not okay in、no. any case. No. And um, 
I think the case about this is mostly about the bad childhood, I guess, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then bad perception about woman yeah. he's got. Um, and then I don't think it has thing to do with culture or mm -hmm. society. No. It's pretty much like childhood, mm -hmm. family, yeah. weird mindset, value, yeah. a little bit of a mental disease. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, psychopaths, I guess. It's just yeah, but we, I I think I heard similar cases as well yeah, in yeah. America. I forgot his name. He's very famous in America. Like he made a gang, criminal gang, and killed so many people. He's like an icon. And then I I saw an interview with uh -huh. him and the interviewer. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to think of it, why he's an interview? He's a criminal, but uh, <laughs> because he's so legendary <laughs> criminal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he looks so creepy. Uh -huh. I think you you should see the video. Oh, I, yeah, I got I so like creeped it. out. Oh. Like his uh, facial expressions, mm. like oh my god, he literally like looks like a Joker in the Dark Knight, oh, a wow. real version. So mm. I got so creeped out by just looking at him. He's like moving eyes. Like tongues, oh, yeah. so like weirdly. Scary. Oh my god, I just okay, creeped out thinking about it. Yeah, because yeah. um, the reason I can't, you know, because we always read into these and then or see a documentary about them, and then they will, will always mention how their childhood are, how why they became a mm. person like that. Which to me, that's a message also about um, how people grow up. Mm. You know, you go through phases because mm. no one are born to be a killer, no one yeah. are born to be a a president or no one born to be a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. But it always gone through environment that's very important to you. But we have to, if we don't understand how our emotion grows, like we starting have attachment with people that around us, like our mm -hmm. families, and then we starting to grow attachment with our friends, you mm -hmm. know, then in your teenager time, maybe mm -hmm. you're more complete as a person who can also be related to um, grow emotions on people that we don't know. Mm. So that's how, you know, you, you, you like animals, people, you know, normally have a lot of, you know, mm. um, I think affection. it's really important when we are a baby, we get enough love. Yeah, I think so. And unconditional love from the parents, but when yeah. they let go, they don't know the people are actually precious because mm. they they never been loved. So yeah. they don't know other people would be loved as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's how they were treated in yeah. the first place. So that's, yeah. that's why, I, of course, what they did is tremendously horrible. Mm. And what I don't like about their attitude is like, okay, so I was in a dark place. Mm. Now I'm going to drag down everyone with mm. me by doing yeah. this to you. But this is what I disgusted about, you know, mm. but... That's also very educational to people still, you know, having young children or something um, around you, people around you that um, you don't take it for granted. You don't think, oh, this is your children. You can do anything to them just to make them obedient, right? Mm -hmm. you, you have to kind of like see them as a human. Mm -hmm. So I, I think none, none of them would be um, themselves mm -hmm. if they got into the better situation in mm. their life mm. but still they take their chances they, they make their decisions afterwards that's on them mm. right but so the better message is that you really move on with that and then to give the justice to the victims mm. so they can have the closure um, 
to what they have went mm. through. Mm. But still, I like because we had this discussion. I had discussion with my Chinese friend, mm. um, which is very very controversial. Controversial, mm. mm. like the one I asked you about. Mm. Should we be our kids? Mm. A lot of people. I mean, it's normal for us to be beaten by our parents. It's, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. No. It. it what about okay. school? It's okay in school. School is not okay. Yeah, but, but, um, but not parents. Okay. And and it's the same like um, abused wives. You know, uh, uh, if they, uh, for example, if a woman was beaten up by a husband, mm. and they can go to the police, but mm. the police would tell him, "But that's your husband. It's your family issue. We cannot get in touch." You know, we cannot get our hands on it. Okay, so, so China is, is in that it, level, I guess. Yeah, that mm. that is very scary, right? Mm. So I think if no one can fix their mind, mm. um, realizing that we are all individuals, even as your. Mm. Actually, uh, in the first episode, we talked about feminism, like yeah. arousing just now in in Korea, and oh. we have also that topic as well. Yeah. The term date violence mm. is was not considered, uh, w- it didn't exist at all, like few few years ago. But now, uh, since a few years ago, date violence uh-huh. is a is a term. Okay. Like the boyfriend hits girlfriend. Yeah, okay. But usually, when girlfriend goes to police, I I got beaten by um boyfriend they were oh, like oh okay. but that's your uh, people yeah. the couples uh, usually yeah, they fight yeah stuff. and then like the and then also couples rape and then for example the husband can rape wife yeah. as well yeah, but yeah, um, exactly. when they go to police of course why well, you yeah, are yeah, 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 married couples, yeah. it's normal to have sex with each other but of course every, every, the one has to have permission and yeah so it's a uh, very it was controversial as well in yeah. Korea, but now people more analyzing that it's actually a crime. It can be a crime. Yeah, I mean, exactly. need to uh, yeah. Yeah. So so I'm I'm not saying that everyone got beaten up by their parents going to become a serial killer, mm. but it's very dangerous. Also, like they grow grow into that pattern, they think it's okay or to be manipulated mm. by people who does that to them. Because I feel you know you have a lot of pickup artists now mm. who did terrible things to women, mm. which it's the same pattern, right? Like mm. how they manipulate you by telling you you're a piece of shit. I can do anything to you. Mm. I'm simply like if you hit a child, that means because you can, you mm. know you will win. Right, mm-hmm. and and then what's next? And I do understand, you know, we are all like first time being parents. There are moments you really, really want to shut this kid down. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not like you want to hurt him or her. It's just that you want to now to be calm. But like you have to not cross the line. Mm-hmm. You cannot yeah. cross that line. But but that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. You don't cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but I know like people when they starting to do that, oh, they realize oh, this is working, so they're gonna do that more often, right? Mm-hmm. Without feeling guilty anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I feel this is a huge impact on a person's, um, you know, life in the future. Cause I first time like my father was very much abused <laughs> by mm-hmm. his own father mm-hmm. when he was a child. Mm-hmm. So I heard stories and then I even cried, you know, when he told me, mm-hmm. oh, I was being like this and oh my god, oh, mm-hmm. and what have you been going through? But then my father never beat me up, never. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, he never hit me. My mother never hit me. So uh, it was quite like normal to me that mm-hmm. parents don't hit children, but it's very normal for my friends, you know, classmates, mm-hmm. you know. And then later on, you can even talk 
like um, stand up comedy about oh my mom used to be me like this my mom used to be me like that mm. um, but my father he had this um, I mean he's very helpful he's very you know he wants to to give a lot but he also holds this uh, attitude like oh what i give you is the right thing what i uh, the righteous thing mm. so he still somehow inherited his father's way of parenting like he will force me to take some jobs um opportunity because he know the people mm. so he thinks it's better for me to to try that way mm. without knowing that i don't want to even though i fight back it's just not gonna pass me. And what what happened was that he break my computer. <laughs> really, like literally, the <laughs> laptop was bent by his own hand. Wow, yeah. so strong. And no, he he hammered hammered. <laughs> then he just sit in my room saying mm. that you have to take that job. Okay. Um. Yeah, but but I mean, I mean like I'm not complaining about this today. I'm mm. more like I feel he doesn't know. In some way, he's the same way like his father. But mm -hmm. he would always say, no, 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 I never physically hate you or anything. No, you didn't. But at that moment, mm -hmm. what I felt was like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, what you did was just like your father did to mm -hmm. you. So I guess it's grow in people. But I think it, it's a feeling of uh, humiliation when it comes to beating and the other yeah. stuff. When I feel like, obviously, I can feel beaten even though I don't. I never mm. beat them. Oh, yeah. but I mean, we had a teacher used to beat us up, which is illegal. Maybe we should complain about her. <laughs> but also, not my. I think a whole class was beaten by her, um, wow. except for one person. I think. Mm. But I also was uh be beaten by teacher at school when yeah. I didn't do good job. But honestly, it was not like bad experience. Actually, I thought it was funny, because teachers are were not that serious when oh. when they when they, when hit. they hit you. And it's a more like jokingly. Yeah. yeah. And also, usually I wasn't beaten by myself. I was beaten with my friends. So yeah. we were giggling. Oh, yeah, yeah. All He's the time. Hit me. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so we um, we were hit our cows or um, uh, oh, hands by our teacher. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then when we do, and also I went to taekwondo and they oh, like, yeah. the taekwondo teacher like beat me up like uh. every all kids. <laughs> but we were so glad all the time like by being beaten we were like <laughs> you were like, <laughs> like some, <laughs> <someone> <laughs> giggling so much because it was not like serious um, uh, atmosphere. It was uh. like more fun i don't know why it's not fun but it hurts obviously it hurts but it's so funny because I, i'm i'm with my friends yeah. and the friends were giggling and the teacher was like hey, is it funny and he more and we were <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah. i guess it's a little bit different from from a teacher's mm. scenes to the family mm. scene because i think um i mean that's my own experience or my own conclusion with my own children mm. that you know I have times that I feel really hard and then I have moments like I always find am I traumatized them am I traumatized them you know sometimes mm. if they do something for example they just pour water over and over mm. in the living room of course you're gonna freak out mm. and then you tell them don't do that and then they do that again mm. so those moments I'll be like oh you know then I will raise my voice then when I raise my voice I'm like shit did I traumatize them you know, I think raising voice is okay. Yeah, and, and then sometimes you you get too sensitive on that mm. as well. But then, um, 
But then I realized, you know, you just have to move on with that. Even I'm, I'm not accusing any parents to do anything if they didn't meant to. I mean, I don't know. It's very hard to say. Like, I'm just saying that I don't want to judge anybody, but um, that's on their own parenting style. But I'm just saying that if you are somehow did something with the children that may be horrifying at that moment, but you have to move on with that and then by not to make the same mistake again, mm. right? Because we always know better mm. than children, mm. for sure. So if you realize that's not good, mm. then don't do it, you know, if you don't want your kids to be a potential killer or something. Of course, it's a, I mean, weird. I mean, the serial killer, I think they are very special. I think they have obviously problem in their brain, in like certain uh, yeah. genes yes. and hormones. Yes. And they never got um, love mm. or... Um, they they've seen those like like being women being raped as you told yeah. me like it's very yeah. very extreme it's nothing to compare to no, those who exactly. they're just like something else so uh, oh i remember I, I i remember uh the name charles manson oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that he, guy mm. his interview is mm. legendary <laughs> you know this this uh, my hunter have you seen it it's a tv mm. series and then they actually was telling about how these detectives in the 70s mm. to create this um um, study pattern to study about serial killers. They have a lot of tapes. They have a lot of. That's how they come up with this co- name called serial killer. Before mm-hmm. that, there's no such term, terms. And then um, it's very interesting. It's very mm-hmm. good. Uh, I think Nolan was the director. It's pretty, pretty good. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really good. Um, there's two seasons, <laughs> so you could. And <laughs> yeah, I heard that Dexter is coming back in mm. next year mm. after eight, like many years ago. I don't remember how many years, but I'm really looking forward to that because Dexter is different. Like it's from a serial killer's perspective, but of course he's much more like a fictional he he kill for, he kill bad people isn't that what people want all the time but like the real serial killer true crime we're talking about those people are not normal people mm. i mean like they're like you said they have mental problem or mm. something and then their research shows that some of them they do lack of this thing in their forehead mm. um you know this this thing in their brain mm. so so when they do the scan in their brain mm. they see something they will they have a smaller part, so they don't have empathy, mm, or yeah. you know that's happened to some people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember I read I read this uh, article about a guy. He was found that he has these genes mm-hmm. from his ancestors who were serial killers. Wow! But he never killed. He's even a, a policeman. So mm-hmm. he he because he said that he was brought up in a loving loving environment he never mm. he was a very loving guy mm. so i guess i mean the nurture part mm. is more important how you shape yourself into mm. oh uh, speaking of that actually i didn't i didn't plan to talk about this but mm. i also saw another documentary from netflix which was um, recommended by our my, by my niece-in-law it's called identical strangers it's also very interesting talking about three triplets were in the orphanage mm. and then they were adopted by three different families without knowing that they have triplets mm. so then they were, they were then they you know ran into each other and then mm. they realized oh we have a triplets and then they they are exactly the same in, in mm. every way um so then they eventually found out that this uh 
orphanage was having some deal with the research fellows and then they're trying to study on whether nature or nurture is more important for the people but you can tell I'm not going to talk about other things about this documentary but you can tell these th three brothers and they were raised up from three mm. different levels of families and yes. then you can tell one of them is very suppressed uh, his father was a teacher and then he was very manipulated in a way like he's supposed to do this very disciplined mm. and he didn't like it so he got very depressed and he's the one to take his own life Mm -hmm. And the other one was also very unsure about himself because all these standards and stuff. But actually, the lower class family, he had a very loving father. Father, mm -hmm. he was very um, open minded to so many things. And uh, he, and also like I liked him mm -hmm. uh, before I knew. When I even look at them, I'm like, yeah, he seems like when he talked about things, he had this certain tone. He he's a very sunny guy you know that certainly do something to the people so the nurture part and nature part i i believe that if you're ever gonna have a children child you know mm -hmm. just just do the best you can yeah, to provide that of course right? the parents would do that anyway without thinking like i will do the best because they love them so much but um yeah. i think it's i've always thinking it's like 50 50 yeah, like, yeah because when we look at like people who are achieve a, like great success mm, they tend yeah. to have a bad childhood yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, but i think at, at, at the same time it's uh, very depends on uh, the baby the infant times oh. from zero yeah, yeah, to yeah. one or two and those parts yeah, are very years. significant so they really need to be uh, accepted as yeah. they are yeah. otherwise um, I think it would be really hard, even if they are really brilliant. I think it would oh. be really yes. Oh, what I because I, I I did a lot of <laughs> I mm. watched a lot of videos and mm. read a lot about this is that I also saw um, some theories like before six years old, mm. um, you should give enough uh, teaching and loving to the kid already mm. so that they will listen to you even along their whole journey mm. but if you have a bad relationship also you never trying to teach them something or trying to help them to grow into certain habit mm. they will not listen to you after that because then that's the time they start to build up their own personality mm. along the way and then they start to get in touch and with more memory with you know with people mm. so you're gonna have less impact Mm. Or let's say power mm. on impact them mm. to become yeah. So I think um, it's very hard to say though yeah, because all cases are different. Mm. So I'm not accusing any family or any parents mm. do this or don't do that. And personally, mm. myself, you know me, I'm not as I'm not those like oh well, you know that type of mother. Mm. Um, but I think or being a kid once I was um, mm. to not forget that part and then to can you know empathize with the kid now mm. you kind of can see oh maybe that's what they want maybe you know mm. so don't to be so calculated about mm. you have to do this that you know I think it's just um I don't know I never had a kid and I never thought no. about this but I but um I think if I had a kid I would just um, treat them as friends mm -hmm. but I, I in other way I really think this plenty is so important yeah. they need to they need to know how to clean they need to yeah, yeah, get some habit hard. of cleaning and you know, making the time right and yeah. 
yes and being having manners and being yeah, nice around I totally people agree. yeah so when they do mistakes they really need to be uh it is said that it's so wrong yeah, very yeah, very yeah. harsh yeah, I agree. because yeah. they yeah. are they can be really mean sometimes mm-hmm. so when we are doing not not doing very harsh they wouldn't listen so mm-hmm. we, i yeah, yeah i agree like yeah. I, that's what i'm saying like i wouldn't be so calculated about you know if you want to uh, spend more time on drawing or something but there's something you have to do mm. you do this and you're free to go mm. and i'm not gonna make you do housework or mm. like oh, the extra things but yeah that's what you have to do mm. but i'm not gonna be also like tiger moms because mm. i can't because i imagine myself would not be comfortable with that so i would not put it on my children as well mm. so i think it's very hard to to judge the styles but mm. yeah so if you want more <laughs> topics about um serial killers or i mean these kind of um intensive <laughs> topics mm. we will probably pretty much um happen in our next season yeah. when we figure out how to do this online recording mm. so it was very nice to have this opportunity to do that with all of you and mm-hmm. i find we are even more closer yeah. by doing this yes and i know you better so i really like that so it's thank nice. you so much for doing this with me oh thank you <laughs> talk well <laughs> uh, yeah. so um, and thank you so much for listening to us and yes. we're new to this um, area but we just like to express a lot our thinking you know and how we lived in sweden mm. and all that stuff so mm. yeah um we will come back in the next season yes so pro- yeah. probably december or january hopefully mm. so okay mm. um have a nice winter yeah <laughs> okay yeah bye bye